Personally, we can't wait for winter break. We're not teachers in the classroom anymore, but when you and your learner are quote-unquote feeling it, so are we. We're ready for break, and we know you are too. It's okay to take your foot off the gas a little. Today, we're going to talk about how to do that responsibly. Let's dig in. You want to learn faster, but sometimes working harder is just not the answer. You have to learn smarter. The Educational Therapy Podcast. Hi, Smarties. Welcome to episode 33 of Learn Smarter, the Educational Therapy Podcast. I'm Rachel Cap, And I'm Stephanie Pitts. We're excited to bring our six rules for winter break episode to you today. But before we do, we wanted to share a little bit about what's been going on with us and also a little bit about what our plans are for winter break. So Steph, what are your plans for the break? You and I actually haven't discussed. I don't know. You know, I don't have a lot of plans for winter break. I kind of love that though. I go to my mom's for Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. I'm not even sure what I'm going to do on Christmas. But I'm going to do a little Marie Kondo decluttering. Oh, you're getting rid of stuff. Yeah, that's my plan. Is Caitlin coming to help you? <laughs> you guys, our friend is a Marie Kondo person and she 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 does a really great job. <laughs> if you're interested in learning more about her business, we'll link it in the show notes. Why not? Yeah, yeah, It's absolutely. called Minimize with Purpose and yeah. she has the biggest heart ever, but yeah. is she coming to help you? Does she know you're doing this? I haven't said anything to her. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. You know, I'll be texting her about this later and letting her know. Totally, 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 totally. We try to make it a point not to work her for free though. Any specific areas of your house you want to get rid of? I have a little tiny house, so it just I'll just work through it. I did it a couple of years ago, and it was amazing, so it's I love time get, again. You know how I feel about getting rid of stuff. Yeah, for sure. It's one of my favorite pastimes. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Well, now I want to get rid of stuff. Yeah. I definitely need to do a deep clean of my office. That is something on my list for sure. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And maybe we can do a FaceTime stash and you can go do your office and I'll go do my office. That's a good idea, actually. And then we're going to have a terrific Rachel day. Oh, did you decide what you're going to do? So a terrific Rachel day. How did it start off? What's that TV show? It's all about fantasy football. Nick Kroll was on it. I have no connection to any of that. <laughs> it's called The League. If you're a fan of The League, there is a concept from that show called Terrific Lady Day, which my brother awards his wife at the end of football season. She gets a terrific Melanie Day. And every once in a while, your partner awards you a day. And you get to decide what you're going to do. There's two things that I have determined that I would like to do on Terrific Rachel Day. One is I really want to go to the Nixon Library. Oh. I like a presidential library. I think it's entertaining and interesting. Just listen to the podcast Slow Burn over our honeymoon, which the first season was all about the Nixon impeachment. Great podcast. We can link that in the show notes as well. And so I'm interested in going and doing that. And then there's also a store that opened up, I think it's 
it's called Milk Bar. Yes. And I am very invested in trying their crack pie. And I also want uh-huh. to try their cereal milk ice cream. Oh, remember we were going to do that and we were in Vegas for 26 hours? Yes, that didn't happen. We, didn't. we, we yeah. didn't make it. But it opened up in LA a couple months ago and I've been following them on the gram ever since. Mm-hmm. So I want to do that. And then also we are going on a cruise with my family. Fun. So that should be fun. A little time in Mexico over New Year's Eve. So that'll be that'll be good. That never hurt anybody. No. Where I shine is poolside. <laughs> That's my amazing. sweet spot. Yeah, amazing. We hope you guys are doing something fun or enjoying yeah. enjoying the break too. So last Thursday, we are recording this on December eleventh. So I think we're about a week ahead of when this episode is going to come out. Last Thursday, Steph and I did a talk in La Cunada. Mm-hmm. And Steph, what would you like to share about that talk? Go us. I drove a total of three hours in the rain to get there. Mm-hmm. And we got there in one piece and safe and sound. So that yes. was great. And then we had a room of parents and several people were unsure about educational therapy. And I hope that we answered a lot of their questions and made some connections. I think we definitely, definitely showed the value of educational therapy in our talk. Obviously, we talked about executive functioning. We revealed something that will be revealing on the podcast in mid-January. And so it was good to get feedback on that project. Yeah. And I think it was really helpful. And it was really fun to coach those parents through a brain dump activity that we did. Maybe we'll talk about that at a later date on the podcast at some point, because that was a great activity. It was. It was. It really was. So yeah, so thanks for having us. La Kenyatta Presbyterian Church, thanks for having us. Yeah, and if you're interested in uh, having us come speak, talk to us. We'd love to. Let us know. Let us know. Rachel and Steph at LearnSmarterPodcast.com. DM us on Instagram. The other thing we wanted to make sure you guys know is that we are hiring. So we've been talking about this the last couple of weeks on the podcast. We are both looking for fabulous educational therapists or learning specialists who enjoy seeing the transformation that our clients get to make as a result of our work with them and our work with the families. It's really remarkable to be a part of the journey that families go through and the learner goes through as a result of educational therapy. And if you're interested in coming and working for my business, that's CAP Educational Therapy Group, go to www.capedtherapy.com slash hiring. And Steph, you're looking to fill two different roles. I am. I'm looking for somebody who is a learning specialist or educational therapist. And I'm also looking for a reading specialist. So if you are interested in teaching reading or know somebody that's interested in teaching reading and good at it. Yes, we love a referral. Yes, please have them check out my website, www.myedtherapist.com. That's M-Y-E-D therapist.com slash hiring. And both of those links will be in the show notes, right, Steph? Yep. So let's dig into this week's episode our rules of winter break. And we have six of them, right, Steph? Yeah, six rules. It'll be easy to remember and hopefully feel like it's something that you guys can accomplish. Yeah, they're fun rules, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Let's dig in. Rule number one. This is our favorite rule. Relax. Everybody, take some time to relax. (laughs) This goes for your learners, but honestly, for you guys as well, because you need it 
And also, like we just talked about, for us, we all need to take a break sometimes, recharge and refuel so that we have something left to give when we go in to next semester when it's that push again to get through. We support learners who are struggling and need a break. So we can only imagine for those of you who are in the trenches, either in your family home or in the classroom, how you guys feel. We very much relate to how teachers feel at this point in the year, do we not? Yeah, it's true. And everything's crazy and everybody's trying to get in some last minute grades. And the kids were coming into my office yesterday and just some of them frantic. Yeah. They're really in a heightened state. And I, can I share an anecdote? Yeah. So one of my best friends works for my practice as a reading specialist. Her name is Andrea and her son is in preschool and Hanukkah came very, very close to Thanksgiving this year. And I said to her, those poor teachers, because being a former preschool teacher, I know all the projects and planning that go into Thanksgiving. Oftentimes we invite parents into the classroom for a Thanksgiving feast and then to turn around and do it all again within the span of a week, those teachers just deserve all the accolades in the Jewish preschools in in LA, at least the ones that culturally do both. It was a lot. It was a lot. And so I was reminiscing back to that and also thinking, I'm glad I'm doing what I'm doing now. (laughs) (laughs) It was hard. It was hard. So the teachers are feeling it too. So just as much as you guys are. So I think everybody is deserving of the break that's coming. Of the relaxing. Stay in your pajamas. Yeah. Have breakfast for dinner. Watch movies all day. It's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Rule number two, let your child do the things that inspire joy for them. So for one of my clients, she loves cooking, and this is a passion that has kind of emerged in the last couple of months. Every time she comes in, she shows me what she's made, and she's made some amazing things. I really would like to get invited for dinner at her house because it's some high class stuff. Does she have an Instagram for her food? It is not specifically for her food, so I'm not going to share it. I actually don't even know her handle because that's a boundary I won't cross. But believe me, she has more than enough followers. She's Guys, my high school kids have more Instagram followers than I can even (laughs) fathom. They routinely get thousands of likes on their photos. It's amazing. I'm like, do you know these people? No. She doesn't know him. Yeah. But, you know, she's totally trustworthy. I don't have an issue with her having this account. Nice. So, But do the things that inspire joy. So stuff you're going to be cleaning. Yep. And getting rid of stuff. Perhaps I will be cleaning and getting rid of stuff. I know we both have projects we want to work on for the business too, but we need to take some time to do the things that inspire joy. So what else inspires you joy? Spending time with my dogs yeah. inspires me some joy. So We you had know, to move them out of the room that you're recording in because I could hear the snoring. <laughs> They're so warm and cuddly and it's cold. Maybe I'll take Andrea's dogs for a couple of days. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. We would idea. really enjoy them. Yeah, yeah, it's just fun. So, you know, it's been some long days lately. So I'm looking forward to just being home. Understatement. It's been yeah, some totally. really long days lately. So rule number three, Steph. Read. <laughs> okay, this we can't say it enough. I mean, it's always going to be a rule, but remember, it depends on your learner. So, that doesn't mean that, you know, the customary rule of 20 minutes or 30 minutes of reading, it doesn't necessarily always going to be them just doing the reading. Listen to stories as a family, mm-hmm. read to your child, have them read to you, whatever it is, just maybe as a family, read something together. Love that. 
just something having to do with stories. Touch some sort of story every day. Love that. Rule number four, play games as a family. And we love this because it's about family time. It's about decompressing. It's about not a screen time. Although there are fabulous games to play using a screen as well. We like Jackbox in our house. Steph, have you ever played that with us? Mm Mm-mm. We will be having a Jackbox night. Everybody plays on their phone and it gets hooked up to the TV. But I think it's probably more mature than we would recommend for our clients and our learners. But if you have questions. Oh, I think I have played that before. Okay, go on. Yeah, you hook it up. You're playing on the TV and you hook it up through a room code and you go in and there's different games that you can play. I have played it. It's super fun. It's so fun. It's so fun. And it's really reflective of the group that you're playing with because there's always inside jokes and certain things always come up. So if you are not sure of what games to play, we just did a wonderful episode last week, episode 32, which were our favorite apps and games of 2018. That episode title made me feel like Oprah's favorite list, which I was super (laughs) into. Um, But we have a fabulous freebie download that is associated with that, that you can just click on and go directly to Amazon and buy the apps or games that we were recommending. And those were some of our favorite games of the year. Of course, Steph really shined in that episode because that's her (laughs) jam. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. And if your child has finals after winter break. Rule number five. This is rule number five. We're so sorry. How horrible. It's it's horrible. Yeah, because they deserve a break too. So go back and listen to episode four, creating a study plan on how to figure out how to help your student create white space for themselves. And I'm a really big advocate for, I know we both are, for letting them have time and be kids and enjoy the season. So I really think it's important that some studying should happen if they have finals after break, but not a lot. It shouldn't be the whole break. No. And listen to episode three as well, which is, I believe, the do's and don'ts of studying. Yes. Again, everything will be linked in the show notes because that episode really drives home the fact that studying can and should be efficient. Yeah. Steph, when you were a student, did you have finals after break or did you have it before? I had them before. Did you get winter break homework? No. So I got winter break homework. And I'm just going to pop quiz you. Do you think that I got the homework done on like the first couple of days of break? Or do you think I waited all of winter break and then like got it done the couple days before break? What do you think I did? I want to say a normal kid would have done it the few days before break, uh-huh. but you probably did it the first few days. A hundred percent. I would get it done the first weekend of break likely. Oh, guys, when I did have homework over break. I didn't want to think about it. Uh, no, I waited until the last minute. I understand. I didn't want to think about it. And I also, my best friend from middle school and high school and I were very competitive with each other. So if I heard that in a healthy way, supportive and competitive, but if I heard that she was starting it, oh, you could bet <laughs> that I was going to have it done. And she would totally agree that knowing that I was going to do it motivated her as well. It was healthy. It yeah, was healthy. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, it's it's great that you did it. I never would have done that, but yeah, but that's how I am now, still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Like that's why I'll probably go and clean the office the first day we don't have clients. Oh, get boy. it done. Yeah, get that stuff done. Actually, I have a meeting in the office on Saturday. Maybe I'll just take care of it on Saturday. Hmm. Amazing. I will not be doing that with you. I'll be listening to a podcast for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's rule number six? Rule number six is get ready to come back, but we wanted to give you some specific action steps for what that means. The first thing, 
You guys know it making sure their calendar is up to date. So for Steph's clients who Mm -hmm. haven't put in all the school year events into their calendar. That's what we do the first session back. You have to fill out the rest of the calendar with the days off, the early days, the random holidays, finals, spring break, all that jazz needs to go in. My students do that in one fell swoop in the beginning of the year. And If you have more questions about how we do that, definitely go back and listen to episode two of Learn Smarter Podcast, where we dig into how to calendar. And then we want to make sure you are setting everything back to zero. So resetting the binder. Mm -hmm. There's at this point no need for papers from the previous semester. It's not saying you go home and throw everything out. Everything that's graded really should be kept throughout the year. But definitely the binder should be clean, fresh paper, Mm -hmm. fresh pencils. And if you've listened to our episode about how to set up your backpack, that is episode 16, which we titled, Mm -hmm. Why Does Your Backpack Look Like That? That's where we talk about setting up your backpack. And one of our big, big things is you don't want too much. So when we have disorganized learners, our tendency as the adults is to over-organize them. And we talk a lot about that in that episode and about what you actually need. But you want to reset your binder back to zero and reset your backpack back to zero. Right, Steph? Yeah, resetting everything. Sometimes I have clients whose binders and backpacks look like they've been through a war zone. And sometimes I say it's okay to get a new binder. Yep. And just start out fresh. And we go from there. The other thing that we do back in session is we revisit and look at our goals. So, you know, if you guys have goals, a lot of people have New Year's resolutions. If you guys are setting goals together, that's great. Make sure that they're reasonable and achievable. I'd love to do an episode coming up about smart goals stuff. Wouldn't that be a good episode? Totally. We will add that to our list of potential episodes. And if you're interested in learning more about SMART goals, DM us. That might motivate us to do that episode sooner. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So don't forget, Smarties, the six rules for winter break. Enjoy yourselves. If you or someone you know would be a fantastic fit to join our practices, please apply. We're very excited to meet you. And those links will be in the show notes. And in the meantime, enjoy your winter break. We've all earned it. Have a great break, everybody. We'll see you next week, Smarties. See you next week.